This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 655, November 23rd, 2004, Reforged. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atabooks2019. That's bit.ly slash atabooks2019. Over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selection of vinyl figures from pops to dorbs, rides to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash FunkoATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome host, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Thandeth, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. Hi, this is Infernal Bill from Taverncast, and you're listening to All Things Azeroth with Medros, Toasty, and Ally, or as I like to call it, the Ally Show, and two guys with funny names. And welcome back to oh All God. Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Ally. How you doing, Ally? I just died again. Go to Toasty, I can't talk right now. And how you doing, Toasty? Am I funny? Am I guy with funny name one or guy with funny name two? I, I think you're two because I came first. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Ali, have you, are you have you resurrected yet? I'm like I'm like over here like crying like I, there's tears, literal tears. Oh my god, that so, was amazing. Now you know what I've been planning for two days. You said there was something at the end of the show. That wasn't the I end of the show. I said we would talk more closer to the end of the show. This is closer to the end of the show than we were. <laughs> oh my god. That's true. He's not wrong. He's technically correct. That's the best kind of correct. <laughs> that just made, like, my, my, my day, my month, my every... Wow. Holy crap. That was amazing. Bill is fantastic. And... I'm so glad Tavercast is coming back, and they just keep finding ways to, like, remind me how hyped I am about them coming back. And then Bill goes and does that. Uh, thank you to Bryce and Bill <laughs> and everybody over at Tavercast who helped me work that out and get that recorded. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think it had the desired effect. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. I think my, my cheeks are still very, very blushy, very red. Ooh. You're right. I might, awesome. I might need, uh, I might need more rum than what I have in my cup right now. <laughs> I thought you might. I, I had a feeling you might. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm gonna like download that and just like have that bit and just like play it over and over someday when I'm like having a bad day or something. You could just ask Bedros for the clip. I assume. I assume he has it. Nope, I don't have it at all. Okay. I know how to edit stuff. I'll make it happen. <laughs> Really? I didn't notice that. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed that. I, I want to... After after the tweet, I, I just had to do something to top that. Oh, 
I'm uh, breathing now, so that's a start. And there may be others. What? That's awesome. Well, I mean, this tavern cast, I can't just, just do one. Would, would you like to hear the others? Well, are, are there others, like, now? Yeah. Are you just going to play them all right now? Sure, why not? I'm sure everyone would love to hear them. And you can, if you listen to the next two episodes of All Things Azeroth. All right, well, in all fairness and, and moving along here, Ali, how was your week in WoW? <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh, okay, moving on. Um, yes, it was It was great. I actually got a chance to do a lot of things in WoW, which I'm really happy about. I finally, finally got the Priestess Nightsaber mount that you get from the 750 7th Legion badges or whatever. Congrats. So yeah, I was really excited about that. I went and ran Ashara on LFR. Like, my guild is so close to getting it. It's so close. But we're just not quite killing her yet. So I went and ran it in LFR so I could see the cinematic, which I enjoyed for various reasons. I did the t-shirt event, which was a lot of fun. It kind of felt... Like, it was a bunch of lost puppies following the chick with the t-shirt cannon. Like, and then just picking up all the t-shirts and then following her more. Like, literally, like, just a bunch of lost puppies just following her around. So, I had a good laugh with that. But I got all my shirts, which was great. I am, I think, five bars into Honor with Thrustbolt. So, I'm, I'm getting there. Slowly, surely, I'm getting there. But, I finally got a chance to experience the jetpack that everyone's been talking about because I keep missing it. So this was my first time this weekend actually getting to play around with a jetpack, and it's amazing. Wait, the, which, like the anti-gravity pack? Or yeah, 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 yeah. The anti-gravity pack. Fantastic. I love that thing so much. Oh, it's so great. Like, and it's my first time actually, like, getting to see it and then click on it and use it. And, oh, man, it makes Mechagon so much better. I love yeah, it. Yeah, because you can collect everything without touching the ground. And I, I like how you have to, like, double jump to, like, activate it. Yeah. Uh, I like jumping, so that's really fun. And I got the blueprints for it, so I can make some now, which I'm really excited about. And it was just a great week, mostly weekend and WoW. Like, I got a chance to hang out with some guildies. We had a guildie that just hit 120, so we ran a bunch of, bunch of mythics with him to help him gear up a bit. And everyone was just in a good mood and lighthearted and joking around and... Even for a raid on Sunday, like, everyone was just joking around, having a good time. It just, it was just a great weekend, and wow. Like, I just, I loved it. I came to work today with a smile on my face, having had a chance to have those great times over the weekend. So, yeah, it was, it was good. But I know that Toasty had an even better weekend, wow, because he had, he achieved things that I haven't achieved yet. Uh, yeah, I did a heroic warfront uh, on Thursday night. Oh, well done that. Yeah. Uh, did you get an up? Yeah, I got uh, bracers. So I nice. got 340 bracers. Or, or not 340, 430 bracers. And um, did some more eternal palace raiding. We tried tackling heroic and um, it didn't go so well. Uh uh, turns out we were just out healing that first fight in in uh, Eternal Palace and didn't actually properly learn the mechanics for that fight. <laughs> so 
so we're still uh, um so yeah we're now we're now we're learning it proper which is is fun um got close a couple times but didn't quite get it down um after that we decided to transition back to normal and then we got up to Zaquil. we killed Zaquil and then uh did not kill Azara for the second time so that's a little unfortunate Ooh, but you know whatever yeah it's not that we didn't uh it's not that we tried and failed which that we didn't even we ran out of time plain and simple um to because because on Wednesday we were trying heroic for the first for the second half of the night um we didn't really make any progress and then we didn't have enough people for the first half of the night on Thursday so we just did a heroic war front and then eventually we got enough people and tried it so I'm, I'm still pretty confident that when we get back to Jara we'll like it'll still be an easy enough time for us so I'm not particularly worried um I attempted to do I attempted to do Eternal Palace LFR just because I wanted to get that quest done right like, that quest to kill Azara yep yep um uh but turns out people uh don't want to communicate an LFR on Zaquil and you kind of need to yeah. So that went as expected. See, when I went in, uh, Zayquil was already down, and when I got to, when I logged into it, or spawned into it, we already had three stacks of determination. So I think they had, like, a group of people leave, because, you know, LFR. Yeah. So, still waiting for that Azura kill to finish that quest, but I'm not too worried about it. What else did I do? Oh, I got a bunch of upgrades. In raid, which is great. I am now sitting at item level 421. Nice. Except it's not the item level I wanted. I have to find some way to downgrade some gear. <laughs> Get down to 420 again. <laughs> Do you think my raid group will be mad if I purposely like use low use lower quality gear to stay at 420? <laughs> yes, uh, if they're a decent way to group, yes, they would. I don't think Seraphus will mind. It depends on the item that's pushing you behind, I guess. Well, right now, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm still using a 415 weapon. Like, my we my weapons are garbage. They are hard. They are hot garbage. I haven't had an upgrade for a while on my weapons. So, like, realistically, any decent weapon upgrade will push me way beyond 421. Uh, what else did I do? What... I can fly now. That's a thing. Congratulations. Yeah. I, uh, so I got, I hit Revered with Fian Cohen pretty early. And, um, with Mechagon, I didn't even realize I was close. Um, I, I guess up until, up until after I hit Revered with Mechagon, I didn't realize that the, that world quest like daily. That they have come up, you know, either kill three rares, loot six chests, you know, that one. I did not realize that that gave you 800 rep. So I thought I was a little while away. It turns out that was not the case. I turned that in like, oh. Oh, I can fly now. Yeah, congrats, buddy. See, I thought I was going to be the first one of the three of us that got it. And you just swooped right in there and took it. I mean, I mean, honestly, like, I've been super motivated to play lately. I have no idea why. I've just been in this... Like, it's it's 
it's kind of what I've said a lot before. Like I, I I've got to be in the right mood to sink hours into WoW outside of raid. Like I'll, like I'll, like before I you know, I log in for raid nights, do do my thing, and then you know maybe crank out an emissary or two, and then log out for the night. Um, right. But for the past couple of weeks, I've been logging into WoW. Like, you know what? I'm gonna sit down and just do all the things, and that is that is exactly what I did. <laughs> it's yeah, nice. It was pretty easy to catch up when I when I sat down and like actually uh, set my mind to like I want to do this all and I want to do this quick. Because you know, I mean, as I said in previous shows, I was doing two days worth of dailies in a day. Because I was logging on at like, eight in the morning on a Saturday and a Sunday, and cranking out all the dailies, and then cranking out the next day's dailies because because reasons, and then you know taking advantage of all the world quests that are popping up, especially in Najatar. There's always world quests there. Yeah, it was it it was it, it, it was easier than I thought it was going to be. And now I just need to farm all the things because I want Dan Cohen Wavering. I also yes, totally. I, I I also want the keys to the Model W and all the other Megagon mounts. So I get to farm rares now. I'm I'm super super stoked about that. I'm not. There are some rares I haven't even seen on yet. <laughs> like, like a good chunk. I've, I feel like I've seen a good chunk of the rares in Mechagon, but I've always gotten there a little late. There are some that I just haven't seen at all. So, right. Yeah. And one and part of the Mechadun meta is to get all the paint for your cat. Yeah, I think I have two of them. I haven't gotten any of them, and I've killed um, the that one rock dude in the cave that's supposed yeah. to get the bronze paints. Yeah, the one I've, I have is the bronze one. Yeah, I've killed him multiple times, and I have not gotten it yet. So, it's gonna be a while. I think I might just settle for killing Rust Feather over and over again. Because Rust Feather drops a recolor of the Model W. It is rust colored, believe it or not. So I might be okay with that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that, that's been my week in WoW. Like as, as same as Ellie, you know, very productive, but it was, it was very productive over a couple of days. And fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've been really motivated to play WoW again, and it, like it, it feels good to like be getting in there and doing all the things. How about you, Medros? How was your week? Did you? Did you manage to get online? I know you've been having trouble getting online recently. Um, yeah, I was able to do a bit of WoW. Uh, my, my time in Warcraft this week actually was split between uh, two Warcraft titles, actually. Um, I downloaded Warcraft 3 Reign of Chaos the other day. Woo! Nice. Oh, nice! Yeah, so I, I noted once again that the pre-order for Reforged says that you get um, access to Reign of Chaos again, uh, or, or instantly, um, but it doesn't actually tell you how you do that. 
Um, I tweeted out to the Warcraft account to ask them how that, like, why this isn't available, because I assume that you would get something in your launcher. It made sense to right. me. That, that's that's their whole thing. No. Uh, and there is no indication how you do this. Um, so I found through Google a forum post that pointed me in the right direction. And that's the only way that I was able to figure out how to do... Um, how to get access to your copy of of the uh, um, of the Reign of Chaos and Frozen Thrones? So let's see. There's the link there. Um, basically, you download a, a file and you um, can get it that way. Log into your Battle.net account once it's installed. It'll see that you have access to Reforged, and you can play that way. Uh, but there is no. I could find no formal indication of where that is. There's nothing on the Reforged site about it or anything like that. Right. So, uh, it, it was a bit of a struggle to find it, and I'm very disappointed that they haven't made that more accessible. Um, but, yeah, I, I played a little bit of that. I, I want to go back and I want to see kind of what the current or the old version was before they were launch, launched Reforged by the end of the year. So that I can know what it's going to feel like, the two the two different versions. Yeah, it, it the old, the old one aged better than some other old games that I've uh, that I've played in the past. Uh, but what, what, definitely... what you mean Warcraft One didn't age gracefully? It didn't. It kind of looks like crap, actually. Uh, but like I I've played, I played other games, old games like XCOM that really do not age well. Um, so definitely some quality gameplay to be had in Rincus if you want to play it ahead of Reforged launch. I should really pre-order that. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. I keep putting it off. Like well, it's something that I've been meaning to do. Because I want the Get meat wagon. wagon. Yeah, it's pretty fun. The meat wagon's an interesting mount, that's for sure. Just hurled chunks of meat everywhere. Yeah. As for World of Warcraft, uh, one day this week, I finally got around to both Najatar and Mechagon. I did everything in Mechagon that I could that day. So I'm guessing I have to come back at a later point to get more stuff uh, beyond the daily stuff, because I did every quest I could find. Yeah, there's, there's only so much you can do each day, unless you want to go out and grind every single rare... Yeah, because the rares do give you some experience. It's not a good chunk of experience, yeah, not a, but it's experience. I think it's like uh, 75? Yeah, 83, 83, 83 for a human, but yeah. Yeah, well, humans cheat. Yeah, that that that's true, I guess. Sure. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, I did a bunch of stuff out there, and felt really slow going. I'm, I know there's daily quests and stuff to give you a bit more, but... I really feel that rep is going to be like the really slow grind. I think I'm halfway through friendly. Uh, as for as for uh, the and Cohen, I am, I believe, don't quote me on it, but I believe I am one third of the way through to revered in honored. So oh, nice. 
getting there slowly. I I know I'm over four thousand. I'm not sure how far over four thousand I am. Uh, maybe five thousand, maybe six thousand. I'm not sure, um, but I know I'm at least four thousand. However, uh, there is one quest that's really annoying me. It's the kill one rare, and I've pretty much given up on that. But why? I can't find a rare. Um, one that pops up pretty frequently is, oh uh, wait, which, sorry, which quest was this again? Like for Woodstone? Kill a rare in, uh, Najatar. So there's one that pops up fairly frequently near the Alliance camp. It's a crab at the bottom of the waterfalls. So if you go behind, if you go in that building where Jane is hanging out, there's a okay. waterfall behind there. Okay. If you go to the bottom of that waterfall, there's a crab rare that pops up pretty frequently. Like, if you hang out there long enough, it'll pop up. Okay. I rode around for about an hour around all of Najatar. Uh, I saw one rare. It was a flying one that was up on a mushroom that there was no path from the ground up to it. And after about 20 minutes of riding around trying to find a way up to it, uh, some flying players came in and killed it. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, so after an hour of, of trying to find a rare, I pretty much gave up. Yeah. So yeah, next time you're next time you're on, um, just go to that waterfall near the Alliance camp. At the bottom of it is a is a hermit crab rare that pops up pretty frequently. Okay, I'll look for it. Um, if I don't get it, it's not a big deal. I don't know that it'll give me a lot of rep. I didn't find anything about rares in uh, Mechagon though. Um. I mean, uh, eventually there's a daily, there's a there's a daily world quest. Well, it's a kind of a world quest. I mean, it's a world quest in the sense that you don't have to pick it up. It just you just always have it available. Okay. To you. And um, like it's one of the rotating ones. So that's one like you, there's one to kill three rares in Mechagon. There's also one that loots six chests. I have not seen um, either of those at all. There's another one to complete a construction project. I'm not sure if it comes up after you progress a certain level, a certain amount. That's very that that is very possible. But I like I can't think of any reason why that would be the case with Mechagon. To so, know at least with Nagitar, there's a storyline there that you progress through um, with the quests and all that. I don't. There's not much of one for Mechagon outside of the quest to get your mechano cat. Yeah, as far as I know, I have now completed all of the quests I can find on Mechagon that are not daily quests. Uh, I finished off the the fishing one yesterday, um, and the rest, everything else that, that I've seen there has all been daily quests. So okay, it might pop uh, up after a certain amount of rep grinding too. And maybe if I go back there today, it'll it'll there'll be stuff there. I don't know. Uh, but again, like Mechagon is not my priority because I, I know that one's going to take time no matter what. So, oh god, yeah. And when I get st- when I get flying, I'll get flying. It's not a big deal to me. Uh, I did build my mechano cat. Uh, I have nice. no idea how to get any of the paints. Uh, I've ridden through the paint in that one area so that I'm, I'm every time I go by, I make sure I'm, I ride up blue, just you know, because I can. And, yeah, um, that's pretty much it. I haven't really done a lot of other stuff. Uh, I did... Um, I did find uh, the stuff I needed to upgrade my uh, 
Drenite Paladin stuff, so he now has the, the superior uh, achievement. Uh, he still needs the epic one, but getting epic rings and trinkets are a royal pain, so I'm not expecting those anytime soon. And... Yeah, um, not much else. Uh, I was really busy with some stuff with family. Had a reunion this weekend with the, the wife's family, so not a lot that I could do outside of that. And uh, yeah, that was actually why the show was late, too. So, sorry about that, guys. But yeah, that, that's about it for me. Um, so, I guess let's have to talk about our first sponsor. Our new sponsor is Funko. If you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible wand figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes to Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzardverse, like Firefly, Star Wars, and Pokemon. And I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week. This week is a little bit a bit of, well, I guess you could call it an upgrade to a, a previous one they released. Now... I don't know if we've actually done the original one of this, but I feel felt like we should really upsize our, our ad this time and go with the 10-inch version of this if it actually decides it's going to load. And it doesn't seem to want to. Let me try that again. There we go. It is the 10-inch Charmander. It's not Squirtle, though. No. Water types are best types. Cool. I mean, I do prefer Squirtle over Charmander, but Charmander's cool. Hold on. He can't be. He's hot. If he gets too cold, <laughs> if he gets too cold, that flame goes out and he needs that flame to live. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there was a whole Pokemon episode about I it. I know, I know. I actually saw a bunch of people unboxing these over the weekend. I'm like, oh, that's that's a big Charmander. So I think what you're talking about is you want this one here. Oh. Yeah, Squirtle's the best one. But that's just a small one, not the big one. And bigger is better. <clears throat> Maybe it's not all about the size. I was trying not to make that joke. <laughs> he opened the door, walked through it. I was trying not to make a, it, it, I I had physical pain not <laughs> making that joke. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to see check out this Funko and many others, please go to bit.ly slash Funko ATA. Check out their online shop and use shop ten to save ten percent on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash Funko ATA and use shop ten to save ten percent. I want to thank Funko for for their support of the show. All right, so twits. This time. Should we explain what twits is? Sure. Would you would you care to explain what twits is? Twits is in our this show notes week. is twits. In our show notes it reads twits. I'm a twit. Toasty is a twit. I did not put the I'm a twit and Toasty is a twit part. I did not put that. That is not my responsibility. It was awesome because we're sitting there, you know, pre-show just talking in our channel. And I was like, "Twits, what the heck is this?" And I figured it was something with Toasty, and I was trying to figure out what it was. And Toasty started typing in our Google Doc, like, I'm a twit. Toasty is a twit. And I had a good laugh. It's good times. Uh, Twits is this week in Toasty Streaming. 
All right. Well, um, this past week, uh, I I only I, I meant to stream two nights. Funny story. When you want to stream, it helps when you press the start streaming button. Aw, toasty. I, I hear that rumor. That that is correct. It is good to press the start stream button. So on on Wednesday, I had intended on streaming. I had I had OBS up and everything. Everything like I, I had everything set up properly. And I, I was just did wondering not... why you weren't streaming the raid. Yeah, I just did not hit start streaming, and then I, by the time I realized it, it was like after break. Like, well, we're only going to be going for another hour twenty minutes tops. I'm like, mm, I'll just do it tomorrow. So on the Thursday, I was streaming our raid. So our uh, first off, we streamed heroic, the heroic warfront. We did heroic Stromguard. We failed the first time. That sucked. Hey, but the fact didn't... the fact that you can fail is yeah, actually that was great. good. Yeah. It was it was very surprising when it finally when it came up, like, oh, oh, this is a thing that can happen. We failed. Uh the second time we got through it, um, with a little bit more coordination. And then after that we continued to raid normal uh Eternal Palace. As I said earlier, we got up to Zaquil. Uh as many people would expect. If anybody's a regular to watching my stream, I died a lot. Usually around the time the boss died. So, you know. There's that. I'll be doing that I'll be doing that again this week on streaming raid. I'm not sure if I'll be streaming on the Friday, but I'm gonna try to stream on the weekend. Uh, I'm thinking something not wow. Probably Stardew Valley or maybe some more super blood hockey. People seem to enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. That's good times. <laughs> I have to say, Toasty, I'm really Something I'm really impressed about with your stream is that you do a really good job involving your chat. Like when someone pops up and says hi, like you take the time every time to to talk to them. And, you know, if it's quiet for a little bit, you like engage and chat again. Like you do a really good job with that. So kudos to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was that was one thing that was one thing that I knew I would I wanted to focus on because let's face it, yeah. nobody's watching me stream to for my for my A plus gameplay. I am wildly mediocre in most games. <laughs> Gotta, gotta engage. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's what I'll be doing this week. That's awesome. And now time for this week in Alley Podcasting. I <laughs> uh, can't believe that was a segment. I so after taking last week off of putting a show out, I actually got my first Wrath of the Lich King episode out. So I posted the Nexus, which was a lot of fun to record and do and i'm super excited to be in wrath and other than the amazing intro that happened this week on this show <laughs> i'm still reeling over um that's it but there's some good secret things in the works i can't really talk about quite yet but uh there's some there's some plans there's some cool stuff coming up i'm glad that i could make your day <laughs> month year everything life. All right, so let's come up with WoW this week there, Toasty. So this week in WoW is a pretty quiet... This week in retail WoW, it's going to be a pretty quiet week. Um, so we've got the Battle for Azeroth Dungeon event that's going from August 20th to August 26th. We've also got the PvP Brawl Arathi Blizzard, August 20th to the 26th. And then we have this this little event on the 26th that, I'm, that I hear some people are pretty hyped about. Uh, well, classics launching. 
Well, there are some stories later on that we're going to talk about that will say otherwise. <laughs> yep. Because you didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But there are literally pictures on those articles. <laughs> That'll be it. But they're shooped. They're all shopped. Yep, they're all photoshopped by Blizzard. All three of these articles. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, sorry, not three. Four. There are four articles. <laughs> all fake. Mm-hmm. Fake news. No, and it's, no, no, I'm not going down there anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> I figured that'd be enough. I figured that'd be enough. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Wild Classic, August 26th. I'm sure everybody's looking forward to that. But in the meantime, there's some other stuff coming up in retail. Wow. Right, Ellie? Yes, yes, there is. Or I kind guess in of, this case, it's of. not coming up. Yeah, it's it kind of is. I mean, eventually... So, for my fellow worgen lovers, or, or goblins too, I guess, is fine. Fur- furries, I think they're called. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, it has been confirmed by Blizzard that we are not getting our heritage armor in 825. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not coming, it just means it's not coming yet. So I'm guessing, I'm hoping, I'm desperately praying that'll come in 8-3. Maybe, maybe they're just taking more time to make it more epic and awesome to go along with the epic awesome updated models we're getting. But uh, we are have to wait a little bit longer for that. It'll be the snazziest top hat for the Gilneans. And like, oh, yes. uh, I don't know, an oil, an, like an oil riggers helmet for the goblins. Oh, that'd be cool. Like, I know for the worgen, there's been talks because, I mean, the worgen can go back and forth between the two forms. So there's talks of what that's going to look like with the heritage armor and if they're going to try to make it a little different between the two forms or not. There's some talks of trying to get it to match um, again in Heroes of Storm a little bit, maybe. Oh, I would so love that. I'm wondering if maybe they just were still brainstorming, so because of that, it's taking them a little bit longer to get it out. Either way, when it comes out, I know it's going to be awesome. Yeah, like I saw um, some people talking about the the again here's the storm thing, and I love that so much. I love that idea yeah. that that aren't that that look on Gen in here in Hearts looks phenomenal, and I want it. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, goblins are going to have minor gear. Like or or like they're gonna look like a they're, they're gonna look like a rigger from Alberta. Yeah, that'd be cool. That that's fitting. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Considering what happened to their island, you know. <laughs> right. But that is all for that. We do have some other things being announced or found for eight two five. Indeed. Uh, so we have some new discoveries of for a friend of rewards. As you mentioned last week, that's coming back in the next patch, and they're going to have some really cool new rewards in it. One of the things that we have seen is the mount. We talked about it last week. It's the camel mount. The Explorer's Dune Trekker is what we believe the name of it's called. 
and it looks like based on the UI elements that have been chosen or been uh, discovered in the um, in the data mined content, um, it's going to be some pretty interesting stuff coming. There's lots of rewards based on the UI for uh, the background UI for the rewards page. There's uh, about ten items, um, ten item shadows. So that would assume that there's going to be a significant amount of items there. And it looks like, I, I believe the armor set here is, is that as well. And it looks really, really neat. Um, kind of looks like an explorer, I guess. Kind of fits it the... It looks the, so cool. I love yeah. it. it. Definitely fits with the, the look of the, uh, the, the camera mob, that's for sure. Um, what, what I really like, what... What I really like about this armor is that it's kind of it's. And what I like what I like about this armor, what I like what they're doing with all these different transmog sets is they're kind of going away from that, from that hard line they drew when they introduced transmog, where it's got to still look like the class. Right. Yeah. I mean, we see we've seen that with the Kulturan heritage armor. Now we're seeing that with just this, with just this recruiter friend armor too. It's not you know oh. the big clunky you know, gear that we're used to seeing, it's more sleek, if and you they're, will. They're, they're, taking, they're taking the opportunity to be more varied in the kind of looks they're giving us to play with. Which well, Frasley points out, good for RP. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, this armor set looks amazing. And the, the camel's really cool. I want the camel. But I kind of want to recruit a friend just for that armor set, because it's awesome. Hopefully it doesn't take more than one uh, refer friend to get the entire set. Well, based on what we've known, we know about the recruiter friend system so far. It looks, it sounds like there might be, um, you might be getting increased benefits based on how long your recruited friend subscribes for. So it may not necessarily be how many friends you recruit; it's how long a friend you recruited continues to play the game. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll. we'll I'm looking forward to seeing what else they introduce. I mean, this this stuff is really cool, and obviously they've got looks like they've got a lot there. I mean, I, I would imagine they're also bringing back some of the older sets as well, or some of the older rewards rather. So. I would imagine um, th those rewards, if they weren't available anymore, people would be very unhappy that they uh, could not get them. Yeah, because I still haven't gotten my Zevra. That's the only one I haven't gotten, just because I haven't cared enough to go. <laughs> but like, that's always been one. Like, I'm going to get it eventually. Yeah. Alright, but yeah, definitely look look for those new rewards when the patch launches. Um, and uh, let's talk about more about stuff from the PTR, shall we? Yeah, so um, one of the things that we've come to expect at some point during the expansion cycle for the past couple expansions is the character boost to the, to the level cap, in this case, 120. Uh, and information about the character boost has been located in the A25 PTR. Um, you know, just because, but just as a reminder, just because it's there doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be coming in a two five. They're just laying the groundwork, so to speak. So, um, couple of things of note. Um, there's one, there's one new zone that's been uh, added here as part of the uh, in relation to the a two five PTR. Or in relation to the character boost, sorry, is like there's a Gilday S2 with an Emberstone Village graveyard, which is interesting. It also looks as though there's going to be new areas 
introduced to both Desire Lore and Boralis, presumably as a training area where you're going to be able to try out your, like, trial your different class before you commit to the boost. So similar to uh, Legion, where we uh, where we were trialing our characters in the boat, looks like we'll be trialing them in different zones with our in our respective island island areas of battle for Azeroth. Um, but yeah, um, as as we as I, as I already said, this doesn't necessarily mean that it's coming in eight two five, but they're laying the groundwork and. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely signals that we're close to the end. Like maybe one more content patch beyond eight two five. Um, but yeah, that means something cool is probably happening soon. We'll just have to wait and see. I definitely think there's something cool happening soon. I I imagine we'll probably see announcement at BlizzCon. Well, there is some. There is some. There's definitely something cool happening soon in like a week. Lots of people are going to be very happy, <laughs> and that's yeah. cool for them. That's cool for I them. Guess, I guess. Each their own, I guess. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about some free stuff, shall we? Free stuff is fun. I like free stuff. Okay, wait. Free is in quotation marks in this case. Well, it was free earlier. You know, last week. If you participated in the micro holiday for the free t-shirts did you guys participate in that oh holiday? that's what i forgot to mention yeah i did do that i got all i got all the ones from the from the shirt cannon and i flew around getting all the other ones from the vendors nice nice Me completely too. forgot about it Ah, uh, well lucky for you medros there is a chance to still go buy them and i also have to know that you have a ton of gold so <laughs> That's what it's going to take. If you go to a Volpera NPC, which I know uh, listener Leah Wilde is going to be really excited about that, but this NPC's name is Skin Mion Coat Dibblefur. <laughs> it's like Skin Dash Me Dash Own Dash Coat. So it's Skin Mion Coat Dibblefur. <laughs> he is selling, it's the shirts you had to go fly around to the different locations for. The, the special, you know, blue quality shirts. He's selling those for 500 gold each. Well, 750 gold. So if you still, if you missed your opportunity to get oh, these seven shirts, you can get them for 500 gold each. Or potentially wait until it comes around again next year. I'm assuming so. But the nice thing is that you can actually transmog these shirts all year round and since they've recently given us the chance to hide our chest piece, you can actually show off your shirt, your shirts, and it kind of gives you more options for you know transmog ideas and that kind of thing. I mathed badly; it's thirty five hundred gold. I don't know why I got seven hundred and fifty gold. I don't know why you got that either, and I was going to give you crap for it, but I decided just to you know let it slide and move on. But here well, you I went all that mistake because I'm a bad Asian and failed at math. <laughs> your words, not mine. <laughs> way to own it toasty way to own it but uh now this it looks like this does not include the t-shirts that you would get from the t-shirt cannon i think it's just these special ones that you got from the different locations in the world 
but I'm sure we'll be back next year so you can get more of those. And this, this is like, like this guy is basically like the 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 guy taking advantage of everybody's uh, FOMO. Basically, I mean, he's in Booty Bay, which is really fitting. So, uh, yeah. Like, how do we know these are legitimate shirts and not cheap knockoffs? <laughs> true, true. I mean, they're not cheap. The Volpeer would never do that. I don't know much about the Volpeer, so I can't really comment on them. <laughs> my the, my only memorable uh, experience with the Volpeera, there's this one Volpeera passed out under... Uh, under like a uh, set of stairs in uh, Tear Guard Sound, she was passed out next to a hookah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it came up on my time hop, the, I think a couple of days ago. Because nice. I guess yeah, because 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 BFA just like is about a year old. Yeah. So yeah, that's it, right. it, it came up there. I was like, oh, I forgot about that Volpira. And her name was something stupid, like like uh, Tweakers or something like that. <laughs> it was it, it it was it was bad. <laughs> Hilarious, but like, oh, they went there. Okay. I guess it is rated T. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you missed out on these shirts. There, there's some pretty cool looking ones in there so you can still go buy them if you have some gold that you're wanting to use up ah it was it was Tweaket Frasley thank you for that <laughs> way to be Fraz okay well I think that's enough talking about retail well and what's coming up in retail well I'm sure a lot of people want to know what's coming up in classic that's the big news right now right that's what everybody's talking about that's certainly what I've seen everybody talking about in Blizzard-related channels and WoW-related channels. It's all anybody wants to talk about, so you know what? We'll give it to people. Uh, couple, so a couple days ago, game. we're playing a 15-year-old game right now, Medros. Yeah, but I'm playing content that was released more recently than 15 years old. To be fair, we can't actually play any content that's 15 years old outside of Dungeons. And even then, those have seen some revamps. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, so Blizzard put out a little FAQ just um, to tell people what Classic is. Because, you know, not everybody's going to know what it is. And also what we can expect on launch day. So, you know, it tells us what, what, what is WoW Classic. You know, it's, the faithful re it's a, quote, faithful recreation of the original WoW experience as it was in 2006. Oh, 2006. But the title is 2004. Did they get released in 2004? It's 15 years old this year, right? Why is it 2006? 1.12 was back in 2006. Right, yeah, yeah I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> math toasty. I guess it's not really math per se. It's remembering things I wasn't around to experience. <laughs> there you go. Ah. <laughs> uh... It also talks about uh, when's WoW Classic going to launch. As we all know, it's going to launch August 26th, 3 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. And it's going to be a simultaneous launch. So everybody's going to be able to log on around the same time, which I'm sure will go really well for the servers. I'm not, at all, I'm not expecting any problems at all. 
Well, here's except the thing, for like, except it, for reasons that we're going to talk about later. And it, it's interesting because like when they did this for BFA, it went fairly smooth. But I know with all the stress tests and stuff, it's been cues to log in. But I have this theory in my head that their servers can actually handle all the people logging in. They're just recreating the queues to really give the classic vanilla experience. I absolutely want that to be the case. I totally want that to be the case. <laughs> just to be sassy, you know? This They did say a faithful recreation of the original experience as it was exactly. in 2006. And back in 2006, there were server queues. Yeah. So just to lay it out there for everybody, like I said, it's, it's going to be a simultaneous release worldwide. So for Americans, it's going to be an American. Anybody in North America, it's going to be on August 26th. For and uh, for a bunch of other people, it's going to be on August 27th. So North America, 3 p.m. Pacific time on August 26th. In Europe, it's going to be 12 a.m. August 27th. Taiwan, 6 a.m. August 27th. Korea, 7 a.m. August 27th. And Australia, New Zealand, 8 a.m. August 27th. So, you know, do do your time conversions and figure out what it's going to be released for you if 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 so if playing right away is something that you are passionate about. Ironically, I have the 26th off from work. But I'm oh, still not planning to play now. this game. But we but like we 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 were recording the show that day cuz it's releasing on a Monday. <laughs> so we'd have a yes. Monday release. Uh well, it's it's cuz it's Simultaneous release around the world, so yeah, no, I get that. Um, they clarify the subscription model for WoW Classic. You need an active, you need an active subscription to World of Warcraft to access WoW Classic. So you need to sub to the main game in order to have access to WoW Classic. Or some people will will see that as I sub to WoW Classic and now I can play the main game. You know, however way you want to spin it, you need to sub. If you want to play this fifteen year old game, you need to pay. Done. Um, can you, one of the questions there is, can I use WoW tokens in WoW Classic? No, you cannot use WoW tokens in WoW Classic, but you can use the, you can buy and sell them in retail WoW to pay for to pay towards your game time in Classic. Um, it tells you how to access WoW Classic and whether or not your beta or test characters from the test will be available. Spoiler: No. As has always been the case, I, I, it boggles my mind every time that question comes up. Like, yes, we're going to let you bring over your max level character from the test to completely invalidate all the other content in live. Yeah, we're going to do that. That's a terrible idea. Um, we're still going to have that 50 character limit on WoW Classic servers, so there's that. Uh, and it goes on to answer a bunch of the other questions in regards to the state, the phased releases and all that other stuff. They answered a whole bunch of questions in there. And if you're at all curious as to what you can expect going into WoW Classic, if you're not 100% sure, you can always go over to that FAQ and see if your question's answered. However, if your question is not answered, you're going to have another opportunity to have your question answered. Uh, yeah right Midras yeah so if you are around on the 
Reddit forums, uh, the wow, uh, sorry, the r r slash classic wow Reddit uh, sub subreddit um, tomorrow at noon central, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can participate in a classic, well, classic AMA. Um, there will be uh, developers from the Wild Classic team there to answer questions, um, and it should be interesting to see what they have to say. Um, I have never been to that Reddit, of course, because why would I go there? But uh, I'm glad to see that they're using different stuff than they've used before to ask answer those questions, and we'll be very interested to see how many of those um how many of those questions that get, a get asked actually get answered because i'm sure there'll be some questions they don't want to answer yeah i mean i think to be fair this isn't the first time they've taken to uh to a to to uh reddit ama to answer a bunch of questions but i believe this is the first time they've done it for wild classic so yeah um so to, be, to clarify again, that's going to be on August twentieth. So that's tomorrow, as of this recording. So right. odds are, odds are, by the time you listen to this, it'll already been completed. But if you want to look at the answers, uh, go ahead and check that thread out. And I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit next week. Hey, hey Frasley, you can totally fly in classic. Just find a really tall cliff and jump as far as you can. Did priests have levitate back then? Yes. Correct. Yes, they did. But we needed we needed light. But we needed light feathers for. At least I know because I started only like three or four months into Burning Crusade, and I remember at least then I had levitate, but I needed light feathers. So yeah, it'll be fine. You'll fly for a little bit. You'll be able to control your flight that much, but like, I could. That's right. Dalaran's gonna be a thing that's gonna exist in the bubble thing. Mm. Oh, I completely forgot about that. That uh, yeah, the the Dalaran bubble. We all, we all that we all wondered when was when something was gonna happen there when the bubble would finally go away. Ah, anyways, so yeah, um, definitely check out the AMA if you are, can't make it live. Uh, check out check it out afterwards. See if there's any questions you have that get answered there, and hopefully they'll roll some of those into a, a forum post or something to uh, more succinctly gather the information together for folks who can't go through and read. Uh, million thread long reddit forum so uh, let's talk about more wow classic stuff yes so we have various news articles about the different realms uh, as a lot of you may know we had the name reservation stuff start and we're already kind of getting a feel for which realms have high population because of that so Blizzard has basically warned everyone that the Herod and Shazra realms are massively overpopulated. Just tons of people on them. They're trying to encourage people to go to the Stalag realm that they added in. And they also opened uh, a few other servers and stuff, which we'll mention later. But they're basically warning people that there could be login queues in excess of 10,000 players on Herod. And it could potentially be higher than that. So, um, 
I do know there's one streamer that plays on that realm, so that could be part of it, maybe? What? Streamers driving population to a server? <laughs> that never happens. I do want to say that not all streamers are bad. I know everyone's avoiding the realms of streamers on them. Oh no, I'm just saying the bit like... But yeah. I'm not saying streamers are bad. <laughs> by any stretch. But the popular... And it's tricky and classic because, you know, as we've kind of talked about before, things are not multi-tap. Nope. So being on a high populated realm is going to be really tricky. Unless it's just really where you want to be and you're going to be able to handle that. And Blizzard kind of explained that they have the ability to have a lot of players on a single realm, especially compared to 20 to 2006. But they're not going to raise that cap any further, because then what's going to end up happening is, yes, it'll let more people in at launch, but then down the line, you know, when they turn off layering and start rolling out different phases, and inevitably, as a lot of people lose interest and, in, you know, not play quite as much and fade off as what as we're kind of expecting, it's going to be kind of silly to have that high of a cap. And so that just kind of forestalls the problem, is what they're explaining. So they're, they're kind of just putting out a couple blue posts, kind of encouraging people to kind of look look to other realms and servers and stuff. That way you're not stuck in a queue forever. Now I know what you... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Medros. Uh, I was going to say, uh, pass on information that Frasley's saying, is that uh, a lot of streamers are going to be rolling on Fairlina. So if you want to avoid streamers, yes. that's where you want to go. Or where you want to avoid, sorry. Oh, here we go. See, because uh, I was confused. Like, because the first thing I went to go look at was avoidstreamers.com to see if one of the bigger name people who we actually may want to avoid might be on that realm. But it's only that one streamer, so I was really confused. But this explains it. Her uh, Frasley is saying in chat that Herod is where most of the people from the private server Nostralius is going to be on. So that might be why that one's going to be so loaded. Oh, and Crip's going to be on there too by the looks of it. Yeah. Yeah, and oh. Crip, Crip, Crip is the one streamer that's going to be on there. Yep, but he's At least gonna... it's on the list. I know there's a couple that have just refused to say which realm they're going to be on. Understandably uh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Blizzard, Blizzard's seeing that, so they are encouraging people to go to different servers they're opening up, and for those interested in PvP, they're actually opening up some more. They added some realms. Yeah, they opened up five realms. Um, three US realms and two European realms. So, US got uh, Steleg, uh, why, why, why is this not open? I, so, I can assure US... folks that this is absolutely the the authentic launch experience for WoW. Uh, this is what it was like rushing out servers because there's capacity issues. So the US is getting Steleg and Scarum PvP servers on the Eastern Time Zone and Blamo, Blamo, whatever. Uh, a PvP server for the Pacific time zone. And EU is seeing a bunch of realms to open up. So there's Gehennis, uh, which is an English PvP realm. And um, and they're also opening Firema, which is another English PvP realm. So, you know, 
there's plenty of options for those of you who want to PvP in WoW Classic. There's five more options. There's at least two more options per uh, between EU and US. So spread the love or, you know, blood. More likely blood. And this is a line that definitely should be a strong indicator. If every player that is registered on these servers logged in right now, the queues would be in excess of 10,000 players. And maybe more than that. So, they've increased capacity, but so has the player base. Yeah, just think about it. I mean, it's not only the people who were playing vanilla back then, but potentially a bunch of players throughout, throughout WoW's history who might be coming back to try to experience this because they're curious so that's a lot of people I, I am very much looking forward to seeing how everything goes down on Monday I'm probably going to wait for this reason might be an idea but yeah that, that's that's our web classic stuff like it's we're a week away it's not surprising that we're getting all this hype about it um be prepared for long queues you know they said they prepared for it i'm sure they're doing the best they can but it looks like it may be an inevitable thing i know i know a couple people who are planning on rolling on herod and despite the news that there's going to potentially be a queue of ten thousand plus people they are determined to play on herod for one reason or another so I imagine there are plenty of people with similar mindset. Be prepared. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to get logged to the classic and put all my heirlooms on and, and start raking up XP. It's gonna be awesome. I'm trying to fl- and get and preparing to fly, saving up the gold to pay for flying. Yep, totally gonna fly. <laughs> First thing out of the gate. Let's talk about our next sponsor, shall we? Yeah. So our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash books 2019. That's bit.ly slash books 2019. Now over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, we're going to take a look at... Like, take a look. Can't take a look at an audiobook. We're going to listen to The Never-Ending Present. Overheard backstage at a tragically hip show in the 2000s. Don't you go write a book about us. In the 2012 film Bob Cajun, an Uber fan named Wesley gestures to an empty spot on his bookshelf, stacked mostly with tomes about the Rolling Stones, and says, The hip have to make a book. There is no book on the tragically hip other than Gord Downey's poetry. I need to put a book in that spot. That's where it's got to go. Wesley, here is your book. The main reason why there has been no book about the tragically hip is because the band didn't want one. A book ossifies its subject matter, providing a punctuation mark, namely a period, that implies whatever comes after its publication is less important than what preceded it. The hip never viewed their career this way. They were always about the next album, the next tour. Don't look back, Bob Dylan would say. Do your impression of the never-ending present, Gore Downey would say. It is probably a good thing that little is written about writers and artists in Canada while they are alive, wrote novelist Hugh McLennan in 1954, eulogizing his late wife, Dorothy Duncan, a writer. This peculiar Canadian attitude is fundamentally healthy, 
for it leaves them free to do their work and to tell and paint the truth as they see it. But it is a bad thing for the country that they are almost never written about at all, not even after they are dead. For it is only through its creative ones that a nation acquires a personality and the right to stand in history. So once again, that was the never-ending present, the story of Gord Downey and the Tragically Hip, written by Michael Barclay and narrated by George Strombolopoulos. That is an awesome choice for narrator, and I absolutely, that is that is the next book I'm going to buy. I have to have that book. Yeah, like From what I've heard so far, it's fantastic. It sounds like a fantastic listen, and I'm going to use my credit this month on that. Yeah, definitely. Love the hip, man. Just love the hip. Well, um, George was going down memory lane for Gord Downey. How about we go down memory lane with our question of the week? Uh, with, what's your favorite memory with a friend playing well? Will Siler says, Toasty Nose. I'm going to assume, <laughs> I'm going to assume it's one of the many times he's de- he's uh, denied me loot, but I'm also going to think that it's uh, Nerdfest 2016 when a bunch of our guildies went to Portland and ended up having a raid night like while we were all together, like we were all in a room raiding together. It was fantastic, great memory. Nice. Uh, WikiBH says, pretty much any time I've had the chance to raid with my guild, mostly in Warlords of Draenor. I usually die early in fights since I'm a very casual raider, but it's fun to hang out with them. ScrubsVS says, I can't pick just one, but one of my favorites was hiding in the pond by Terran Mill and popping on Killing Horde when it came over to fish during <laughs> Vanilla. <laughs> That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Uh, melvin for you says, too many to choose from. One time after an Oni raid... Our friend and I ran through all the eggs while the raid was trying to distribute loot. Made a lot of people mad, but 15-year-old me thought it was hilarious. <laughs> um, Melvin, for you, 32-year-old me thinks that's hilarious, too. So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alicera says, what a tough one. Funnily enough, my favorite time period was not vanilla, but it was mock with a friend. We did Noodle Cart, Legendary Cloaks, Timeless Isle, and LFRs. I really had a lot of fun in that expansion. Rico Stud said three of us died from trying to figure out how to help our lady druid get swim form. <laughs> LOL, thoughtbot to the rescue. Then my comp got sick. Hashtag first while friends ever, hashtag never forget the good ones, and hashtag still friends to this day. Awesome. Frostbolt says doing 5v5 arenas and wrath was such a blast. Getting a whole team of RL friends together and blasting down another team was so much fun, and the downtime between mich- between wow, the downtime between matches was spent just chatting and chilling. And Frasley says, "My favorite memory has to be when I was on vacation with a friend. We were both leveling our characters. We got it to just while in Marsh, but being on vacation instead of watching TV, we were playing WoW in the same room." And Fatneth says, Oh my, so many great memories. One and two would be some of the first guilds I was in on Laughing Skull, Wicked Shadows, and The Clique. Wicked Shadows was a very chill group from Classic. We did some early raiding, including Lower Blackrock Spire. I think we had an actual raid group for LBRS, Upper Blackrock Spire, Zulgrub, and Ruins of Ankaraj. I don't think we did Temple. I, we dabbled a bit in Molten Core when we had enough raiders to show, to, to show up for giggles. 
Twink was an offshoot of Wicked Shadows. Some people that were more into the whole raid scene, we did a bunch of more raiding, and this is when I started my alt addiction. Bandit the Warlock, Rockacos the Druid. I, remember, I was very much focused on trying to maintain a balanced tanking set. And Mulgaz, the, my enhancement, sha enhancement shaman that would dual wield access of glorious death. I made a lot of in-game friends over this time, many of which I still keep in touch with over Facebook. Some of us are planning on starting a guild when Classic is properly released. Watch out for us on Thalnos. Other notable guild memories worth mentioning are Rafflecopters, because the name Nintendo slash Sinfane, we may, it may have been a few other names where I did majority of my serious rating. We were frequently among the top three guilds on our server. Also, seven years ago, I took a trip to Atlanta, Georgia, passing through Decatur, Illinois, and then going to Salem, Arkansas. On, on the trip, I hang out with eight other friends from WoW Days past. And Zeph says, my favorite memory is hunting for the crystals for the mount last expansion. With Sola last expansion, she did, and she did, she did a lot, a lot, did that for a lot of guildies. Man, I miss her. All right, so our question of the week for next week is, if you're choosing to play Classic, what are you trying to achieve first? If not, what are you planning on continuing to do in live? Um, I'm, I'm just going to... I am playing with the intent of just eventually getting to level cap, maybe. It's, it's a very, it, WoW Classic is going to be very much a casual thing for me, which I don't imagine was said very much back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm going to dabble in Classic. You know, there might be weeks where I give it more attention than others. I'm still torn between focusing on the rogue hunter or paladin that I uh, name reserved because rogue was my first character in BC and still so I have a pretty good experience with that no Frasley none of them are gnomes <laughs> I uh so and I kind of miss the days oddly enough of leveling up lock picking and things like that because I'm crazy or something but at the same time one of my early characters I never really really played too much was a hunter and while maybe annoying to have to go get all the you know arrows and quivers and everything at the same rate i also like the idea of having to feed my pet because i i like animals like i love my dogs and so i, I just i like that characteristic of it and i i kind of want to go experience it so We'll see. I think it just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump in. I'm just gonna have some fun. I'm gonna level and you know, do all the things. I am going to log into WoW Classic on the Medros character that I created today. Put on gear that will basically mean or make me look like a rich guy and just sit in Stormwind and look like a rich character. But you'll be logged into Classic. Oh, after I'm done that, I'll just delete the game. Delete the game. <laughs> you can just RP on on there. That would still require me to actually regularly log into Classic. You never know. But alas, I do. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing everybody else's answers. Uh, should be interesting. 
Absolutely. All right, time for shoutouts. Allie, how are you? I think I know what yours is going to be. I was going to say, originally I had a different shoutout planned, and then this episode happened. Uh, so shout out to uh, to you, Medros, and to Bryce and Bill over at Tavernacast for making my cheeks sore because I'm still smiling like some goofy person ear to ear since I heard those intros and to explain why they meant so much to me would be a very deep and personal conversation so I'm just going to put it out there that they mean the world to me and I am so happy so uh, thank you three so very much Toasty I want to give a shout out to Will because re re reading, reading that his answer, um, while he left it very open ended, brought back a lot of fantastic memories of playing WoW over the past couple of years. And honestly, I I I miss playing with you, buddy. I know it's been a while, but those were those were good times when, um, you know, we had the entire group together, and uh, it's too bad that everything didn't stay together. But yeah. Yeah, we had fun when we when we were doing our thing. Cool. My shoutout is going to be one that takes me back away. So my shoutout is to Aphilus, the creator and owner of WoW Radio back in the day, and the driving force behind the re-launch of that idea in time for classic and everybody who is working on warcraft radio who new or old fresh faces or not have worked very hard to relaunch warcraft radio they had their launch stream this weekend and i want to give them a shout out for a job very well done and i wish them all the best in making that content good and and relevant again um welcome back to the content creation guys it, it's it's been too long so um all the best and i hope everything works great for you guys now that you guys are back on all right time for an outro if you'd like to reach us by voicemail call one seven eight five ata wow five or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five you can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata and our Discord at bit.ly slash ata discord, which is where we record every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at Fandeth, at ToastyPostyCan, at AliandrasK, and at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from Dawnforge Productions, including Group Quest, Shattered Soulstone, More Than Megapixels, and Across the Hooniverse. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of another episode of The Alley Show with two weird guys with names. <laughs> on the other side of World Classic? That's what I was going to go with. Or, sorry, November 23rd, 2004, Reforged. <laughs> okay, nothing. <laughs>
This podcast brought to you by Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2019. Get more at thedawnforge.com.